You are now tuned in to Go Time Dolphins with Charlie Touche and Kadeem Simmons, the Miami Dolphins podcast that's for the fans and by the fans. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's your time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. Cause it's your time. Lay it on the line when it's go time. Don't waste no time. Geronimo. There's football season and waiting for football season. Today, the duo is joined by former Green Bay Packers wide receiver Geronimo Allison. With free agency around the corner, why not hear the thoughts of a current free agent in a position in which the Miami Dolphins have a need? Draft talk, Hall of Famers, historic stadiums and your daily dose of GTD banter sounds just like the thing for your football fix, doesn't it? Fins up, Fin fans. Now back to Charlie and Kadeem. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. For for people who have been there from the beginning or have you know joined us midway through this amazing journey, it's like what stuff into back into our fifth season. The one thing we the one thing we promise and always deliver on is you know guests, be it acquaintances of the podcast and friends of the podcast. And this episode is like it's part of that, but it's also unique. It's a brand new friend of the podcast, but not a Miami Dolphin, but could be a Miami Dolphin. There's so much to discuss, so much to talk about. Before we delve into all of that, as always, Charlie, how are you? It's Go Time Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins podcast that goes not only across the pond, but across the world. I'm your boy, Charlie Touche. I got my co-host, Kadeem Simmons, with me. It's always for the fans and by the fans. Your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. And like Kadeem said, we got our first friend of the podcast that's not a Miami Dolphin. I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's this dude, bro. I remember like having like fantasy football and like stashing them on my roster. You feel me? Like, let me just let me just keep him there because I, I believe in dude. I believe in the team that he's on. And you just want to have as many weapons from this team. You know what I'm saying? But we're not we're not gonna hold nobody up no much longer than, than what we already have. Um, and we got a lot of behind the scenes content for y'all that uh that just 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 know. That this thing almost didn't happen, and it was my fault. But we'll get in that some other time. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Geronimo Allison. What up, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, listen, man, we've been trying to get these drops to get like the applause drops, and we just never got them. It's like, yo, we we you're supposed to bring you in with like a, but we Hold got wait, we, we wait, ain't got wait. that. No. Uh, hey. There we go. There we go. We, look, we, we, we got the applause clap. Let's do it again. And we got the and we got the Jeopardy music. You feel me? So that's the only two things we really got going on on this podcast right now. But another thing we got on this podcast is Gmo. Geronimo Allison probably got the dopest at on IG right now. What's your at on IG, Geronimo? Geronimo, straight at Geronimo with five O's. So it's not just Geronimo, it's like Geronimo. You feel me? <laughs> exactly. So nah, exactly. I, I like you gotta it. Gotta have bro. that echo to it. I like have it, to. bro. So sneaky tall, six three. That's that's yep. what we're doing. Six three. 
Bro, yep. you got you got a lot of uh, pictures in your background, man. Um, just as a football fan, I just appreciate just the 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 legendary green and gold, the Lambeau Field. I know you got some stories. Not just trying to get just pull a story out of you, but when you found out you were gonna go play for the Green Bay Packers, bro, mm-hmm. like what what was what was like the first thought on your mind? Well. The first thought that was on my mind, honestly, I was undrafted right out the gate. So I had three teams. I had three organizations on my line to bring me in for a rookie mini camp. It was Atlanta. It was the Seahawks and it was Green Bay. And I remember like it was yesterday. Honestly, I had a draft party at uh, Leroy Selman's in Tampa. I had a lot of family and friends there Um, my agent at the time. We was suggesting that we was I was probably gonna go somewhere around mid to late round, and I ended up falling all the way to undrafted. And to see just the family and friends there, just kind of every call that was coming in, it was I was talking to different teams, and they're telling me they're trying to get me, they're trying to do this, and it came down to going undrafted, and then the decision was on me to be able to decide where I wanted to go. So after weighing those options um atlanta seattle green bay um it was a no-brainer for me because of the history of green bay um the leader the quarterback um aaron Rodgers in that position and then just in 2010 they had just went to the super bowl and won so that was always my goal is to get to the ship you know um so when i made that decision it was to go win. It was go be around a winning organization, go play with a Hall of Famer, and to go have fun doing what I love to do. Bro, that's crazy. Listen, this we only got a few minutes on this podcast. We don't even have enough time for as many questions as I, as I really want to ask you, like Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, Lambeau Field, the just the first dynasty of the NFL. I think is is the Green Bay Packers, right? Mm-hmm. Give me, give me an Aaron Rodgers moment where you was like, "Oh yeah, this is legit Aaron Rodgers. I'm legit a Green Bay Packer." And now, now let's get down to business. Really walking in that locker room and seeing his locker across from mine, and then honestly, one of the first few practices being undrafted, I kind of was working with like the fours and the fives. So some of the drafted receivers kind of had opportunities before me. And it was one moment in practice where we had a little short little route. Um, it, was, it was a run solution. And the guy the guy ahead of me had an opportunity to do the right route, make the play, and catch right. the ball. Right. And Aaron picked it up and whipped it out there to him before he could take his step <laughs> and get his head around. And it happened to him. And right there, I learned, you know, I learned from other people ahead of me. I learned from people's mistakes. And I knew I would get that same opportunity to correct that. And when it got in and I made the correction, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I want I want that pressure kind of in a way. And when I do get it, I'm going to rise to the occasion. So that was like my so real moment to really be out there in the huddle with him and realize, like, now when we out here, like you locked in. Like his 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 demand of excellence is that. What did you got for us, Kadeem? Like I don't want to spend too much time on the Packers because obviously this is a Dolphins podcast and 
like there genuinely is a Dolphins link. But that rookie season, I believe you come in and essentially yourself and the Packers and Rodgers essentially like run the table and make it to the NFL playoffs and stuff like that. As a rookie and seeing Aaron Rodgers do his thing, but knowing that you're a part of that as well, what's that feeling like? Because obviously, I guess it's not well known, but there's this belief around the league that Aaron doesn't trust rookies. Like, you really have to earn his trust, but you seem to earn that trust straight away. And like you said with that story, but that rookie season, making the playoffs, what was that like for you? Uh, honestly, it was challenging to be patient, but in my faith too like i was just praying so hard to be in my dream like it was a childhood dream to be living out so um i got put on the practice squad for eight weeks and when i was on the practice squad i was working like day in and day out i was putting in the extra work i was putting in the work on the field in the study room around the leaders of the organization at the time and they knew that they could count on me when the time came and I was just being patient until my time came. And going into that, that week eight, um, Jordy was banged up. Randall Cobb was banged up. So we needed somebody that they could rely on that was ready to rise to the occasion to really step in those roles and fill in wherever that need be. So when the time came for me, like, I was ready to see at that moment. Like, I was, I was itching for it. Bro, listen. So – we in a we're in a place as dolphin fans, right? Where you say you're from Tampa, right? You're from Florida, South Florida. Yeah. I'm gonna hold on, let me clear it up. I don't know. If we consider Tampa South Florida, although it's south of Florida, like it is in South Florida. I don't know if Tampa that's considered South Florida. It's more yeah, yo, you more know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you from Florida, um, and you know, you 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 just got this sunshine state vibe where it's like, listen. We're gonna rock with our own, basically. You know, like even even being a Hurricanes fan, Miami Hurricanes fan, and we don't want to let our talent get out the out the state and stuff like that. And then it's un un like you just find gems like yourself, undrafted, had a draft party. Like, dang, bro, ain't no telling. I, I can't imagine what that's like to have a draft party, and then not get your name called, but then come out on top and go to the Green Bay Packers. Right. That being said. Mm -hmm. You just said some of the people on that uh, wide receiving core, which we didn't even get to all of them, you know what I'm saying, obviously. But we have a wide receiver core in South Florida right now. And yeah. we only really got to name two of the receivers. We got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And yeah. I mentioned this on the podcast, bro, how I would like a third receiver, right? And everybody was clamoring, oh, you don't need more receivers and da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, bro, it's not, I'm not saying that I, I want like an embarrassment of riches. It's just real, real recognized, real. You can't, you can't cover all of them, right? Mm -hmm. Being 6'3, the size maybe sounds like you could play outside, but being, you know, having a slim frame, being 6'3 and everything. I ain't gonna lie, we kind of need like a third receiver, bro. I'm mm -hmm. just saying, like, how you mm -hmm. feel like that that slot that slot role working for you right right now? Honestly, um, after my transition inside of my role inside of Green Bay, I've spent majority of my time in the slot. But with my versatility, I'm able to go inside and outside. So that's always been unique for me. I've always been like that utility 
aspect of a player to be able to be able to have success outside and have success inside. My style of game is South Florida. So I play shifty to be 6'3", 200 pounds. Like I move like a slot guy, even when I'm inside the lines and when I'm outside the numbers. Like, so I have that ability to be wherever you need me. Um, just let me know my role. Let me know my responsibility and I'm going to get the job done. Sneaky talk. Sneaky talk. Yeah. Go ahead, Listen, I'm I'm 5'10". You're what, 5'9 and 3 quarters? I need all my three quarters, Kadeem. Yeah, yeah. Like all, all the three quarters, five nine and three quarters. Like yo, all, all all the three quarters. And like, so shout out to Finn Fanatic and Gaston Rubio. Uh, February twentieth, he writes an article saying four big target wide receivers the Dolphins should consider in free agency. And your name pops up there. Um, I guess one, what's it feel to like that Dolphin fans want you in Miami? Um, and especially part of this team, like we spoke off air about the Dolphins season, and we, and we all know how that season ended. But what could you bring to Miami, and, and especially, you know, the the ability to play inside and out? You can just imagine if you're a defense and you've got Waddle Hill and yourself, anyone can go inside out, you know, in, inside out at any moment, especially with the motions and stuff like that. What what could you bring to Miami, you know, this year and beyond? Honestly, um, it's just like I said, the versatility, being able to use that receiving core, Tyreek, Waddle, myself in any position. Um, I think all of them have success to be able to go outside and inside, too. So you can't really put a bracket or a bucket on that. You know, um, you bring myself into that occlusion and especially with the run game, too, like. You have answers all across the board. So what are you going to do from a defensive perspective to be able to, like, lock that down? It's not going to happen. Week in and week out, we're game planning, and you will have success across the board from being able to run the ball, throw the ball, play action, motion, whatever you need to be, you have the answers. It's the execution that will translate into the success also. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I think we got the quarterback to distribute that too. Listen, me and Kadeem, we got this thing going on. We got this thing on this podcast, bro. And we need to know this. This is a professional NFL wide receiver, straight from the crib. Got to plug that in there. Listen, do you pregame? What do you listen to pregame? And you know what? I'm gonna just let you answer that question first, and I'm gonna hit you with the real question. What do you listen to pregame? What's the music that we we getting right to? ahead of the games um pre-game i'm i'm turned so i'm listening <laughs> to a lot of drill i'm listening to a lot of drill music um yep. a lot of a lot of trap music um kodak dirt 21 savage like those are constantly in my ears like getting me turned for the game and then like right before like right after we warm up and get back in I get into my spiritual aspect, so I turn on my praise, my praise worship, and that okay. just go ahead and, and just kind of takes me up, 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 then brings me right back down. And then yeah. once we hit that tunnel, it's time to go. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like you just threw something at me because I, I know what that I know what that feels like. I know, I know the what you so how about this? 
I go through my praise and worship thing, right? But when I'm in the mm -hmm. gym, when I'm working out, bro, just know GZ Pastor Troy is in there. You feel me? We we <laughs> we 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 gotta throw something up. I'm trying to throw 225. You feel me? Yeah. Like I can't, you know what I'm I need I need that. So, but when I come down a little bit, I lock in, you know, I'm gonna I'm hit you with some some hill song. I'm gonna hit you with some uh Jeffrey Golden. I'm gonna hit you with some uh we're we not gonna do that. Give me a couple uh Christian artists though, bro. Give me some worship artists real quick. So I'm heavy into Kurt. I'm heavy into Kurt Franklin. I'm heavy into yeah. uh Shirley Caesar. I'm heavy into Marvin Sapp. Um yeah. and those are like my main my main ones that I go back and forth with. I ain't gonna lie, shout out to Travis Green. Travis Green is is is, is solid for me. Like for sure, for sure. Uh but here's the real question, bro. Me and Kadeem, mm -hmm. we had this debate faithfully on this podcast. Can you pregame to slow jams? Only if you're trying to bring yourself back down. So you could be so up, up, up to have that adrenaline running. You can't just charge up to slow jams. So I don't see that. I, I that's never <laughs> been on my playlist, bro. It's okay, bro. Up. It's okay. It's, it's, no, 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 that, bro. Listen, that adrenaline being able to go up and then bring it back down like you can't just go out there and just be totally turned because you're gonna exert yourself quick. The answer is it's a no for me, dogs. You heard him, Kadeem. It's a no. No, it's, it's, he it's didn't a, say it's okay. that. He said, no, he said it's listen, a no, bro. Listen, listen, you get to a point, and like, you know what. I'm gonna chill out. I'm gonna mellow out. Like, listen, Super Bowl, the one we just had, everyone's hyped. Oh my days, 49ers are gonna do it. Hard time show, Arsenal and Alicia Keys. Yo, people are still hyped. You can Those get not slow jams. Out. Those are not slow jams. Those there was Lil John out there. There was Ludacris out there, bro. That's Usher, not slow listen, jams. Usher and Usher and Alicia Keys were hugging up. They weren't hugging up to Lil John. They were hugging up to, to my boo. Like, there's always that one person in it. So it in. Dolphins made the playoffs. We about to go play Kansas City in the coldest game ever. And you going to throw on Pretty Ricky grind on me? That's, that's what we're doing, Kadeem? That's what we're doing. Listen, listen I'm not trying to grind on no players, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I'll do what I do to get ready, in it? Like, it is what it is. Oh, let me no. stop, man. Hey, you got something else, you got something else Kadeem? Yeah, quickly. So, the time spent in the league, I guess, what was the one, the one, for me, the one team you was like, yo, this is it, like, you know, be it the Bears, whoever, like, the one team you could not wait to play, and then the hardest DB you you, you ever played against, because, again, you know, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, they were just dashing up teams, but there must have been some defenders that were like, you know what, actually, this week, I've got to go that extra bit harder, because they were quite difficult. Um, The one team that I was always geared to play was... In between the Vikings and San Fran, um, I still don't like San Fran. Um, <laughs> I still don't like San Fran. Honestly, like it's I got some I got a revenge tour <laughs> that I'm trying to again get back towards San Fran because like I've been to two NFC championships, like and. That getting one game away, it's it's tough to just hold on to that. Like it's tough. And then um as far as DB, I get this question asked a lot. And it's nobody that I have played against in the game 
that I have found just totally challenging, like can't get an answer for it, can't get a beat on. But um, early in my career, I faced Sam Shields um, all day, every day in practice. And it's my guys that I really practice with that I could really get a feel for to say, like, they really earned my respect because I got to see them every day. If it's one-on-ones, if it's team settings, like, I got to go at them every day. And he was one of the veterans that early in my career that I just could not figure out. And what it was is, one, it was his it was his expertise. It was his knowledge of the game. It was his knowledge of the players that he was going against. And then it was his skill set. He was so fast that he was able to have a certain cushion within like seven or eight yards. And I couldn't really open him up to get him going all the time. So he would keep that cushion and just drive on anything underneath. And that was challenging for me until I could get his hips unlocked. I could move him off his spot and get him going. And anytime I could threaten him, then I have success. Like, but he was the one guy that I always give props to to say, like, early in my career, like Sam Shields was like, he was that man that I left the field, like, scratching my head. Like, man, I got to see him tomorrow. And when I see him tomorrow, I'm bringing everything that's in my bag to, to get my win. But it just kept bringing out my competitive nature in me, for sure. But before we let you out of here, man, uh, I got to ask you this. This is this is on your IG as we speak, right? It's mm -hmm. your Monday motivation, right? Mm -hmm. You got uh, right now it says if we take care of the, the moment, the years will take care of themselves. And then you have some other stuff, some pretty good stuff in your Monday motivation highlights uh, on your on your IG. Where, where does that come from? That's my um that's my spiritual side, honestly, and that's my leadership. Like that's me again giving the the fans that are on my platform a chance to see another side of me. Um I have a very lead by example type of presence. Um I'm not a rah rah type of guy. I'm not gonna get up there and, you know, kind of bash you and to tell you what you're not doing, what you're supposed to be doing. But if you just follow me, if you just follow the journey, if you just Come walk with me, come run with me, be around me. You'll know, like, man, I'm gonna learn a lot from being around G. Like, G gonna talk life into me. He gonna speak life into me. He gonna encourage me. He gonna guide me. He ain't gonna tell me nothing wrong. So, those Monday motivations is just a little piece that I could get a fans to start their week off into something positive to help them propel into, you know, attacking the week and having success. So that's that's just my little piece that I, I give the fans. Bro, you got one that says, be the attitude that you want to be around. That one got to me. I like that. We appreciate you here on Go Time Dolphins, bro. Kadeem, before we see him out, you got you got anything else? Yeah. Um. Obviously, thanks for thanks for the time. Thanks for the chat. And also, shout out to Chris Ciccone for setting this up because like without him, you wouldn't be here. So 100% right. shout out to Chris. You've seen him on the platform before. If you haven't already, go follow him. But yeah, just generally, Chris, like, so grateful for this. And you know yourself, just thanks for giving us the time. We, again, we spoke off air about hopefully coming to London one day. If you do, I'll, I've got you. Charlie can vouch. I know some amazing Caribbean takeaway spots. And you know, just show you around London. I got you. For sure, for sure. I'm definitely gonna take you up on that. I'm definitely gonna take you up. I ain't gonna lie. Listen, hit me up real quick. So the two times I went to London, I got sick both times. Like it was like, yo, I don't, I, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I go to London, I 
How many times I've been in London? Three times? Three times, Kadeem, right? And the last two, I, yeah. I got sick. The last two, I got sick. I go to Kadeem's house, dude, like, sauced up some stuff and got me right. So not only does he got the, the, the Caribbean food on deck, he got the sauce. Yeah. If you get sick, you, you good, bro. Like, Kadeem <laughs> is that dude. You know what I'm saying? He locked in. So I appreciate Kadeem for that. I don't appreciate him for his pregame music, but I do appreciate him for his hospitality <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, Geronimo, I'm gonna I'm hit you with some uh, some worship songs too. I'll, I'll throw them at you. You feel me? But look, we appreciate you coming on, bro. You got anything you want to plug before you before you go? Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Chris Ciccone too for you know being able to set this up too. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Gaston Rubio for again sparking this conversation in that article too. Um, and then I definitely want to shout out God, too, you know, for just blessing us with this platform to be able to speak our truth, be able to come together in commonality and um, just always ordering my footsteps and just leading me in the right direction. You know, this I believe this was meant to happen. You know, this was meant to happen. And he found a way to make it happen. Already. Got to make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's your time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's show time. Cause it's your time. Lay it on the line when it's go time. Don't waste no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's show time. Going all out when it's go time. I ain't wasting no time. It doesn't get old. Like, it's. I'm, again, I'm speechless. Charlie, every time you speak to a player, be it, you know, a former player like Hayes or McDuffie or, you know, a current player like Geronimo, Holland, like the after effect is speechless because I just never thought we'd be doing this. But no, again, shout out to him. Amazing dude. So humble. And like I said, on, on the show and chatting to him, his name kind of came out of nowhere in that article. But if you watch his tape and you speak to him, you can kind of see why he would be a good fit for this current Miami Dolphins team. Bro, there's somebody out there who's heard Geronimo Allison was on GTD or read, read it on, the on you know, when he clicked on the link today and was like, Geronimo Allison, you know what I'm saying? Bro, there's a legit conversation where the Dolphins need a third receiver. And no matter who you side with, whether it's Braxton Berrios, Cedric Wilson Jr., Eric Ezukama, insert third receiver here. You know, I love Craycraft 400. Whoever the third receiver is for the Dolphins, and if I'm being honest with you, I would probably want to entertain the conversation around Trent Sherfield again, having him come back if, th if that conversation can be had. If not, how is Geronimo Allison not in that conversation? Like you can, you could. That's not. This is not a stretch, bro. This is not a reach. This is legit. Yo, I could see Geronimo Allison getting getting those those targets. If we're being real, Durham Smythe was the third leading receiver on the Miami Dolphins, bro. Durham Smythe, the tight end. You see what I'm saying? The tight end that didn't get any targets is the third leading receiver on the Miami Dolphins this season. You telling me Geronimo Allison can't take them targets, bro? Like not to mention it is debatable for sure. Yeah, and not to mention, like you said, he's six three. Like I couldn't tell you the tallest wide receiver the dolphins are. Like, you know, we've discussed it previously. Cap space 
isn't on the Dolphins. The cap base isn't the Dolphins' friend right now. Like, they need to find a way to get under cap and fill out this roster. And, you know, it's not like he's traveling from Green Bay or, or anything. He's he's local. So, again, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, like you said, someone's having a conversation like, yo, let's, let's see. Because as he found out in his rookie year, all he takes is a chance. And, you know, he will bet on himself to to make himself a, a target and a dependable option for the Dolphins if given that chance.